Hello and welcome to ReTNG, the Star Trek Next Generation Rewatch Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is Season 5, Episode 9. Yeah. Oh, uh, a matter of time. Yeah, a matter of time. <laughs> I almost forgot <laughs> to say the actual title. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so A Matter of Time uh, was written by Rick Berman, rare occasion of the boss writing an episode. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, directed by Paul Lynch and first aired November 18, 1991. Wow. So, <coughs> oh, pardon me. So this is a uh, guest star driven episode. Yeah, kind of. Yep. Um, I mean, it's which... not one of those like the guest star just takes over and mm-hmm. the main cast kind of just gets, actually, I think... gets the leftovers. <laughs> Definitely to this, this to the credit of this episode, they did a good job of uh, it. It's like it's an all hands on deck, pretty mm-hmm. much anyway. Cast casting yep. episode, yeah. which means of course that like nobody gets a lot of time, but everybody gets a you know their little bit of yeah. Um, everybody sort of you know, personality their injected bit. into the episode, and then uh, the guest star who's uh, played by Matt Furrer, yeah, um, uh, is the. Is he's sort of the the go between of all the cast members, um, yeah. So the the general um, uh, plot of this episode is the uh, the Enterprise is off to um, help. Uh, they're they're on their way to help a uh, a planet that's having some yeah, it's environmental a colony. issues. A colony that's having some environmental issues with their planet. It's yeah. getting really cold. Um. And they they got to go like help them like heat up their planet. Yeah, this is um, like one of those ones where, um, you know, that they do every so often where like mm-hmm. the sort of thing that the episode is about is kind of different than like the thing that they're sort of doing doing. <laughs> yeah, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like yeah. the main thing that people would remember of what this episode is about is like is, the time travel is angle. Not... Yeah, exactly. It's it like this guy showing up and interacting yeah. with the characters. But it's mm-hmm. like the thing that they're actually there to do is like help this colony. But that's kind of like yeah. secondary in the story, kind mm-hmm. of, even though it's like yeah. the main in, sort of yeah, action it, it that they're really, taking. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like that's and that's the, the thing you know that doing, happens. But... Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. they just need to be on a mission in mm-hmm. order to give like a framework for the for the story. But like mm-hmm. the story is not really about the mission. Yeah. Yeah, well, because and they even like like doubled down on divorcing them because it's not like the guest is even participatory in the mission. In fact, he's deliberately hands off, yeah. um, which is the second part of the story. Which is on their way to to this colony, they uh, run into a a time traveling ship, yeah. uh, piloted by by Matt Ferrer, yeah. and um, he claims to be a time traveler from the future yeah. who is from the twenty sixth historic- century. 26th century, yeah, he's a historian, and yeah. he's there to uh, observe and talk to the crew for basically, like, historical purposes. Um, yeah, to kind of get a better mm-hmm. a better picture of, of history, yeah. because, like, what they have is kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. incomplete, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, and so he he's dazzled by the, the ship, of course. Um, and Professor uh, Berlingoff Rasmussen. Rasmussen, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, and he, of course, wants to talk to all the crew. Has these questionnaires for them? Yeah, um, which like uh, much much sort of wackiness ensues with all the 
the varied yeah, yeah. reactions it's, it's to a, the questionnaires. It's a pretty humorous episode. It's it's definitely it, slanted it, towards it, it, the... it kind of is, but at the same time it has like an underlying drama that's not like a heavy drama, but it's like mm-hmm. it, it brings up some things that are actually like fairly dramatic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the concepts. funny part is is because of the sort of the the the, all, most of the stuff that to do with like the time traveler is is a little more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, it like it's in in such a way that like the actual gravity of the situation of the colonists and how like their planet is in grave peril, and then the Enterprise goes to help it, and actually it ends up accidentally making it worse. Yeah, it, that never seems that dire. I mean. Well, you know they're not going to just outright fail. Well, that, that, like you know that this like, just you know, not, like like everybody's just not going to die. Like they're not just going to wipe out a colony. You know. Like, yeah, like it, you know that, that not... like things may not go quite perfectly, but you know it's it's not like yeah, they're going to yeah, like. Yeah. This is the next generation. Fail. This isn't Discovery. Uh, they're not just going <laughs> to wipe out a planet. Um, you know. Uh, it, but but it is. It, it's sort of like they're like oh these we have these such hard decisions to make and it's like. Uh, the drama is a bit lost because you know yeah it's it's not so much about like whether they succeed or not it's more about the process Mm -hmm. and about Mm -hmm. the nature of like um i mean that's how it always is with this yeah like jumping ahead a little bit the crew there's that scene where like basically the entire fourth act is a conversation in picard's ready room yeah between captain picard and Professor Rasmussen, Rasmussen. Yeah. and basically debating about the nature of like, you know, like just the ethics of like, can he ask for, you know, yeah, help future help with, with basically, with, you know, their future, his future knowledge mm-hmm. and blah, 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 to try and avert this disaster. And, yeah. and they have this whole kind of like conversation about slash sort of debate about it. And it's more about kind of those questions and mm-hmm. debating that than it is really about like what the final outcome is going to be because right. I mean what the, the final outcome is going to be relatively positive I mean you know like yeah, you say yeah. like you say you know that the show doesn't take those kind of but it's more uh, about like how turns. do they get there yeah and 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 how do like, they what do they learn it? from it and like well, what is how does that yeah yeah you know, you know um the did character you, have, and do you did you look into or do you know anything about the sort of um background of like what led to this episode no no um, so something kind of interesting is um, this episode and and this role was originally conceived of for um, Robin Williams to play. Oh wow! Um, because he was a fan. Huh, that would have been cool. He was a fan, and he had expressed interest in doing the show. Um, so you know, a little bit like how uh, you know what happened with Whoopi Goldberg a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being that he was like a big, you know, a big star at the time, mm-hmm. um, but he was a fan and he was he was interested in doing something on the show, and I think that's <laughs> why kind of Rick Berman wrote the episode himself. And then it mm-hmm. turned out that um, he ended up not being able to do it because, um, well, uh, Rick Berman recalls it that uh, he had just recently finished shooting Hook. Oh, okay. Which is a pretty major project. Yeah. And yeah. his wife was like very pregnant at the time, like about to. Ah, about so it was to go. just a matter of and so timing. like it was just like scheduling wise it just wasn't really going to work out, out yeah. for when they needed to do that episode and so mm-hmm. he ended up uh, having to pass on it 
and uh, it was too bad you know, it never happened in the future either. And like, uh, they never were able to come back to that. Yeah, um, and then like other people through the years have said have apparently um, like the uh, another version of the story came, went around that basically he decided not to do it in favor of going to do Hook, but. Uh, the way the dates line up, it actually fits more to what Rick Berman's original explanation oh, was okay. because Hook apparently finished filming like at the beginning of August, and this episode didn't shoot until like late or like wasn't in production until like late September. Oh, so, so he definitely yeah, would have been, been done. done Hook, but like yeah. you know he would have been just done Hook pretty much. So it was mm-hmm. kind of you know between that and his wife being pregnant or whatever. I guess it was just kind of too much. Yeah, um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, Matt Furr did a great job. Um, he's an, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, not on that, like, stardom level of that Ron Williams is. That would have really kind of changed, like, the feel yeah. of the episode just Almost because, like, you, you know, when you put, bit. like, a big star in, in, in there like yeah. that, it's, it's like, obviously mm-hmm. that's going to that's gonna affect people's reactions. Yeah. Um, for but, sure, like, Matt Furr sure. was good. I mean, he, he's, he's obviously a, a very guy, familiar face. Say. Yeah, you know, especially at the time. Yeah, we've yeah. seen him in many, many things. Um, obviously, you know, he was, you know, Max Headroom. So, like, a lot of people know him from that. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes people don't recognize him because of like the the makeup and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. The voice um, you go, you have to go by voice, I guess. Yeah, yeah, hmm. but um, but like he's definitely somebody who was known for like being a good comedic actor, but also like being able to handle drama where where it's needed mm-hmm. and where where it's appropriate. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought he did a great job. Um, yeah, no, he was... I this mean, is actually... Oh, I'm sorry. As far as, like, you know, like, we both have a a thing with episodes that are, you know, primarily centered around a guest star or... or yeah, you, you know, gotta be real careful. Driven. Yeah. You gotta and be real careful with it because like you have a cast. Bo- yeah, exactly. Like, you like, have don't... a cast. We care much more about making good use of the cast that we have. Exactly. Than yeah. sidelining them for a, a guest star, like that's yeah. not really uh, what I'm and interested I think in. Because of how it was handled so well, and because how Matt Furrer handled the role he was given so well, yeah, like, he fit in this really is well. Probably so far, my favorite guest centric episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I will say that this is one of those things where the the nature of of how Doing this as like a rewatch mm-hmm. podcast of going back and going through the, through each episode, yeah, and sort of analyzing it in that way, differently yeah. from when just like I've watched the show just casually in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is where that really kind of makes a change because like this is an episode that's always kind of never really stood out to me. Like it was always kind mm. of like not a bad one by any means, but not like in my top, you know, top list of yeah. episodes that are memorable or that I can, you know, that I really come to mind like, Oh yeah, that episode, that was a great episode. Mm -hmm. And like this time around doing it for this, I was really impressed with this episode. Yes. It is much better than I gave a credit for before. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was actually really solid. Yeah. Um, this is this is I like mean, one of those like episodes. It's like, not as as I was like, oh, this is the one with Matt Furr in it. I, yeah. I actually remember this episode from like yeah. the times I've seen it. Ages well, and ago. also, you know, I mean, anything where there's time travel involved, there's you know, often maybe yeah. com- some kind of stands out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I mean, I love I love the hook. Yeah, in this, like 
it's it happens right at the end. It's really um like yeah. in some ways kind of well there is some good like matter. there's there is some good hints mm-hmm. oh for like sure. during for sure. the story that you can kind of yeah, pick yeah. up on a little bit even if you don't mm-hmm. know yeah 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 you know well actually because I, I had actually forgotten that part of this episode yeah like the the fact that oh like no he's a time traveler from the past not from the future he's basically stole a time machine from yeah. a time traveler that yeah and he's basically to... he's conning them essentially yeah 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 and yeah. like it's it's kind of an interesting thing because it's an interesting like hook where like he he behaved and he acted and he treated the crew in a way that was credible yeah for someone from the future trying not to like observe them yeah well that's past. the thing is is that oops <laughs> what happened knocked my keyboard off the desk. Oh, okay jesus um uh, yeah like um yeah like what, what was cool about it is that like he's like conning them but like yeah. he's doing it in an actually pretty smart way like he's a decent mm-hmm. you know he might be a con artist yeah. but he's actually actually a pretty decent one um yeah because yeah, yeah. he kind of and says his, the his... right things and he kind exactly. of he knows yeah. like what he knows how to like he's patient right Mm -hmm. he doesn't get sort of impatient like he's there with them for days and days Mm -hmm. and he keeps up this this um you know this facade of like you know um of of this plan that he had and he spends a lot of time basically building Mm -hmm. building his you know it's like the sting you know yeah yeah (laughs) like he spends a lot of time building up this this facade of like this situation that he's trying to portray in order to kind of make it like more and more believable. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you have an interesting thing like with like, you know, with Troy where it's like, Troy knows that like, okay, he's not, something's not right. Quite forthcoming, but like Mm -hmm. that could just be because he's from the future and he's trying not to let any information slip. And Mm -hmm. so like, there's never, you know, any real concrete, you know, but there's like little tiny hints here and there. And then of course the biggest one. Well, him stealing all the stuff. Um, is like one of those things that like why does he keep pocketing? Yeah, well, because the they notice they well they and they notice that things are a lot of stuff is going oh, yeah, missing. Eventually, they notice everything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like at the stuff, end yeah. where where Captain Picard is like, you know, like you had, had you just... took less things, we yeah, may not have we... even ever noticed. Exactly. Like it's because of yeah. how much stuff he took. <laughs> yeah, 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 that kind of tipped them off. He, he burned himself basically. But yeah. but also like uh, as a viewer, something like mm-hmm. no one on the show notices this. But like, yeah, yeah. or at least they don't they don't indicate that they notice. But as a mm-hmm. viewer, when we're watching, for example, um, in the ending part there, where there's the they're they're going through that um, that you know the, that procedure that they come up with. That's like they're yeah. they're taking their chance to like fix things oh, oh. oh to, and, to fix things on the planet yeah, yeah yeah and like the ship itself is potentially in some danger as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's a part where you see him 
reacting like with actual fear yes where yes. he's like he's like he doesn't know how this is going to turn out and he's actually yeah. worried that like things may yeah, go yeah, bad because yeah. it's like yeah like right when they go because they're going to do the thing where they're like going to ionize the atmosphere and then yeah yeah like, yeah bleed it off onto the enterprise and when you watch and him he, through he that has scene a look on his face when the moment that it like basically kicks off yeah like he, he looks, doesn't say anything exactly. and no one else yeah. says anything about it but as a viewer if you're watching him during that scene he's yeah, acting I, I throughout that, yeah. that scene and he's acting like fright you know scared and it's like you know the facade of that like he's from the future and he knows how this turns out and he's in that sort of like superior attitude that he was mm-hmm. taking um it kind of falls away there because he's genuinely, friends, he genuinely worried no yeah um and and so like as a viewer you see that and you're just like wait a minute <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i mean yeah. that's right near the end anyway and then yeah. of course yeah. you know the the reveal the full reveal happens because uh you know, they, they he goes to like leave on his ship, yeah. And then they they ask for data to you know for him to allow data to go in and check it out. Yeah, yeah. And then he's and, gonna steal data, and then yeah, because he opened the door to the ship, they were able yeah. To I love that whole thing everything. about like he's got the phaser and he's holding the phaser yeah. on data, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna take you with me," and blah blah yeah. blah. And he's like, "This is on maximum stun, which will which yeah. will you know is sufficient yeah. to take you out or whatever," and and. uh and then he, he like goes to like fire it and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And I love that bit about like when Data's just like, I assume that your uh handprint will will operate the door, door of this vessel even if you're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kinda gives this like uh yeah, you're uh, screwed, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and they come out and then and then there's that great bit where Kevin Picard is just like, as soon as the door opened, the yeah. computer was able to detect all the all the, the all their tech inside, inside yeah. the ship and then just deactivate it remotely yeah yeah, yeah so previously work, nothing actually worked couldn't couldn't penetrate the hull of the of the ship yeah yeah because it was because the the time ship the time pod actually ship from the future. was actually from the future like their future you know it it actually was high tech although it, it is kind of funny that like i mean i guess it wasn't technically they could do anything about it if they hadn't maybe if they had acted sooner or differently but like yeah. technically that time ship Mm-hmm. was sent back to Matt Furr's time, which was, like, yeah, whatever. The, the 22nd 20th, century. 22nd century. Yeah. And it just sat there, and somebody else came along and picked it up or something? Like, <laughs> um, Oh, you, you mean, know, like, when it was pro because it was programmed to go back. It was back. programmed to go back, yeah. And so yeah. it just went back to Matt Furr's time. And so, like, nobody on the ship discussed, like, well, wait, we just let a time travel ship go back into our time. Yeah. Somebody else from that century is just going to hop into it, probably figure it out, and then... Yeah, I mean, I would like, assume, you know? <laughs> I would assume, okay, I mean, this is getting into, like, you know, just wild speculation. Oh, the weeds, but, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? The, 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 Matt Furr's character had access to it because he specifically, he, he stole it from the original pilot. So yeah, presumably he had an in that, like, he met yeah. with this guy, the ship was yeah. opened, and he was able to get in because yeah, he yeah. met this dude and then did who knows what with him. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, but now Condemn it's, it's it, sealed. There's nobody That's who can true. access it. That's true, yeah. Right? So wherever it went back to, it would just sit yeah. there. Nobody would yeah. be able to access it. Nobody would be able to get into it. Presumably it's somebody else from the future would And presumably, exactly. It, it yeah, probably yeah. has, like, some ultimate, like, default fail-safe thing where eventually after a certain amount of time it would Mm. just go back to its home time or something like Mm. that right yeah presumably something along those lines Mm -hmm. 
that if it just sits for a certain amount of time, eventually it'll just, you know, go back to its original time. My other, my other issue with that too is, didn't they kind of technically have to let Matt Furrer go back even without the items? Because they just basically pulled a man out of yeah, time. yeah. Yeah, the repercu- the temporal repercussions. Yeah, I mean, of that the, the way that they treat far beyond like, the way they anything... at the, the very very ending, yeah. the way they treat it as to just where like they have him and then the ship goes yeah, yeah, away yeah. and he's stuck and they're like, yeah. oh, he's going to be basically it, it's incarcerated. Like, they just caught, like a pickpocket, a pickpocket on the street, you know? Like it wasn't like no, no, you just pulled a man out of time. Your yeah. past. There are and, going and... to be repercussions from that. Well, you know? or 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 maybe not. Maybe this is how it was not. meant to be, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, and then sure. just the, you know, they're gonna send him to like be basically like in custody, yeah, on on like a starbase or whatever, and have like, yeah, yeah. and then and then you know, Ken Picard's like, oh, there's some some genuine historians that would be interested in you know talking to somebody yeah, yeah. for a century, and they treat it in a much in a very like sort of cavalier attitude. Yes, yeah. Which you would think that they would take something like this a little more seriously. So that is yeah. one kind of moment that's a little bit kind of like, hmm, but all right. The, the, but, the way you know. they treat it, though, does, like, that ending fits the whole, the feeling of the whole episode, though. So, like, yeah. suddenly treating the ending and all that being, like, a very grave importance. Yeah. But then again, they, you know. But then again, there's also not much they could have, like you said, there's yeah. not much they could have done about it. Well, they basically so have three it choices. it is what it is. They could have written this episode in such a way that, like, they let him go back or they may or they you know he he gets away but without the stuff the ending they did write or they just write a complete different ending where he like isn't a con artist where he is like genuinely just like a curious traveler from some period in time and because of the 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 whole like the sort of like lighter tone of the entire episode the the ending they wrote was fine you know it it does it is a little open-ended in terms of like like uh guys uh ramifications but you know star trek often leaves stuff open like that <laughs> yeah but but uh, it, uh, it was actually interesting that they put they wrote that hook into the episode at all because like majority of this episode would have played out pretty much the same if he had, had genuinely just been a historian from the 26th century only like um, small parts of this yeah, episode, but I think it would have been l- a lot less interesting. Oh well, that's the thing. Like this, like, was, I think it's a better. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, especially it's better because, for like, the fact, like you said, most of the 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 sort of the tells and the stuff that keep you intrigued were stuff that like we the audience saw that yeah, the crew it's, it's privy to, and so yeah, I think it's better that there was that extra layer to it. Yes, absolutely. I think without that absolutely. extra layer, it yeah. wouldn't have been as mm-hmm. interesting. Um, because I like, the, like I like the idea of the, the... I, I like the idea of the contrast of like the way he presents himself as being sort of beyond them, mm-hmm. but then yeah. it turns out that they're beyond him, and he's kind of yeah, trying yeah. to like you know puff himself up to kind of be yeah. at their level, but he's not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'd yeah. be interested to see to because they say that he's from the twenty second century. But, like, they don't give any further detail than that. He's from the yeah. 22nd century, and he's from New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what they yeah. That's what they establish. Um, and and I'd be interested to see, like, more specifically, like, when he's supposed to be from. Because, I mean, 22nd century, that could put him at, like, kind of, like, Enterprise era. 
So, like, is sure, that what yeah. was going on in the time that he's from? Because yeah. that would be kind was of interesting to think that around. he's from the Enterprise era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, right, yeah. was, this was before that, you know, was was figured out. Yeah. But still, I, th- I think that would be kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just there like uh, there was some just some nice moments like mm-hmm. um, that scene with um, where like because he he's kind of like he's very like flirty with Doctor Crusher like he's obviously oh, yes. really he, kind of he interested really in likes her Doctor Crusher yeah um, and then uh, like um, Troy like just really does not trust him yeah yeah and there's a whole kind of scene where they talk about that. And he's just like, mm-hmm. why don't you trust me? You should, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, and, uh, cause it's like, oh yeah, you don't like me, do you? And she's like, I don't dislike, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, dislike you. Like she just she doesn't, just doesn't think much yeah, of him yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, and that scene, um, is actually quite good. That's a real good Troy scene. She gets to really kind of, um, she gets to really, uh, be like a strong, um, a character in that scene. Um, I mentioned also already the scene with Picard that where it's like that entire fourth act is just that the two of them in Picard's ready room. Okay. That's a great scene. Um, I also really like the um, uh, the one. Uh, well, the, the, his scenes with Data were pretty good, but mm-hmm. um, the one with uh, like one moment there where he first comes aboard the Enterprise, and it's like. They haven't made any contact with him yet, and they hail the ship, the the, the time pod. When they they find it, they hail it, and um, and uh, there's that thing where Worf is like tells Captain Picard, he's like, oh, yeah, um, yeah. he says uh, you should move over, and Picard's oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like this ship is not moving anywhere, or whatever, and he's like, <laughs> no, no, no sir, not the ship, you. literally, like specifically, you need to move over. And then Picard kind of like steps out of that place, and then immediately he transports yeah. in right in that spot. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is just I like lots it, of little nice little the moments attention like that. to detail, and I guess it helped being that because this this episode drew so much attention onto to particular members of the cast. The attention to detail of that kind of stuff in this episode. Um, really like brings it to life in a way that this could have just been a really bland like if you know maybe it it could would have focused a little too much on the the other plot yeah and that's kind of how i remember it is that it's like not bland necessarily but that it was kind of like more sort of just average like like fine but not anything too too memorable Mm -hmm. and um this time around i was just really impressed i was like it was really well put together um another bit i liked was um when he's talking to all the different main crew and like the different, you know, cause, cause he asks about like what you, what they think is the most important inventions oh, or yeah. enhancements of the advancements right. of the past 200 years. And of course what he's really doing is he's fishing for information oh, exactly. about the time yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's, you know, yeah. um, like what he's really doing is fishing for information about, mm-hmm. you know, the time that he's skipped over. Yeah. Yeah. But but he's making it sound like he's just interested in their perspective for historical reasons. Exactly, yeah. And I like that whole thing where he observes, again, that thing of like, oh, he's actually like a pretty smart, you know, mm-hmm. smart dude. Or he observes that like their answers are all relate to sort of like who they are as people. 
and yeah. what their sort of perspective is. So, like, Riker talks about, like, warp coils because he's, like, a nat- natural, like, explorer. Mm-hmm. Worf talks about phasers because he's a yeah. warrior. He's a, a, warrior. a fighter. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, because there's that uh, scene in Doctor Crusher talks about yeah. how like surgery has changed. You know how yeah, how, yeah. how medical stuff has changed, right? Uh, and he and he observes that, and he he like straight out tells them. He's just like, oh, that's really interesting because each of you, you know, talk about the thing that's sort of relevant to you as a person. Uh, interesting. Uh, uh, that scene also reminds me that uh, while they're in ten four, this is a the Guinan's not there. Yeah, and a kavit that they may have had to make because it. Guinan might have seen through him right away. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, or at least that. at least it's something that they would have had to kind of address. Like, she would have yeah. been like, like right. I don't she know has about an this intuition guy. They already had enough like of this. an issue with that with, with, with Troy. Like, they had to make yes. Troy yeah. kind of know that something was up without her actually mm-hmm. figuring out exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah. So they had to kind well, of walk a fine line already. Like, sometime her, sometimes her abilities are, like, pinpoint sharp. Yeah. And sometimes they're just really vague and hazy. And yeah. it's sort of whatever the plot asks, you know. And I mean, and it could be argued, like in a way, oh, sure. like if you want to, if you want to hand wave that, it could I be mean, argued course, that that mean, could yeah. be somewhat related to the fact that he's from such a he's like from such a different time period. Yeah, yeah. So like his mind and his, you know, way of being is like so different than what they yeah. know that yeah. that could affect how she perceives. True. You know. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. could. It use they they don't yeah. I mean they just kind of gloss over it. they don't really they just, address yeah, it in yeah. that way but they could have if they'd wanted to yeah. that could be a potential explanation mm-hmm. but so. yeah but yeah no uh I, this was a great episode I had yep. a really good time watching it all uh, right well uh, I guess we gotta score it, it then uh I, I'm gonna give this one a big fat nine I was teetering I, I mean I was thinking like halfway through I was like man this has gotta be at least an eight because. Yeah, this is darn good. And by the end, I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to go nine. Like it's it's yeah. very it's yeah. there, any flaws that it has are very minor. Yeah, it really holds um, up much much yeah. better than I and they, and even than I remembered. The, I mean, I guess this is kind of a, an episode with two B stories, but even the 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 dealings with the outpost and stuff yeah. were well done. Yeah, well, uh, we got like, lots of for shots example, of stuff that we incredible didn't really effects see. shots. Yeah, yeah, like, like where they, they the visuals were amazing in this episode. Um, uh, we got an entire different set. I mean, I don't know how much of that is the, the remaster. Base. To be fair, uh, that's true because <laughs> I, uh, you know, I didn't watch, I didn't compare, I didn't a b side by side it, yeah, the yeah, unremastered yeah. to the remastered. Yeah. So I mean, maybe the visuals were, but generally speaking, I mean, most most of the visuals are usually quite similar just mm-hmm. you know a little bit more high you know a little more high def you know yeah. because because most of the the effects shots and stuff are the original effects shots they're mm-hmm. just remap you know they just Touch because they're re- and, yeah. they're well they're just they're put back they went back to the original elements and yeah you know so they're they're the original like actual film well, yeah and then they just uh cut everything back together mm. Uh, for the remaster, so I mean, like most of them are the original effects, um, just in a nicer, you know, presentation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what the difference was, um, but they looked great. Yeah, I'm sure probably just like you know, generally like sharper, more colorful, more distinct, yeah, better definition to them. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it it did that. They had that the bit where which you don't see very often, but I always like where it shows like. Uh, it shooting 
uh, uh, the Enterprise shooting a planet from space and like boring yeah, yeah, yeah. the planet. And, yeah. yeah, like using the phasers in like a geological yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And then that, oh, yeah. that like that multi beam thing from mm-hmm. the deflector that they do as part of the that was really cool. That yeah. was well done. Yeah. 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 No, it was uh, it was yeah. great. Nope. great. I'm episode. going with nine because uh it was darn near darn near perfect, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely a pleasant surprise. I was like all I was all ready for this to be a pretty average one and uh, it really surprised me. So excellent. Awesome. Yeah, and, and and like you say, like it's it's much less about like the plot and more about like the execution being really good, the character stuff being really good. Yeah. You know, the individual moments, like the writing, like dialogue being good. Mm-hmm. It was mostly that stuff that made it so great. Like the plot yeah. itself was not really the main yeah, ish- yeah, yeah. part of it, right? Having a guest star that enhanced rather than det- uh distracted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He fit in you know? really well, man. Yeah. He was yeah. really good, actually. I mean, and, and I mean, part of that might be just be, you know, also because he's kind of familiar with and, and yeah. comfortable in those kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, experienced that kind of, actor uh, with that kind of thing. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, experienced actor, but also you know had done comedy and drama, and he'd yep. done sci-fi before, obviously with with Max Headroom and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, different kind of sci-fi, but still. And yeah. And who knows? Could maybe he was a fan too? Like, <laughs> yeah, could yeah, be. Could have been. Could have been. The I case. mean, who who isn't really? I mean, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Fair, fair. Like, <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I say that. I mean, joking, somewhat jokingly, because of course, yeah. I mean, there's tons of people that were in Star Trek that were not Star Trek fans before they did, mm-hmm. you know, did the show. That there's lots right. of people that were in it that did it just as a job, you know, mm-hmm. that were like, oh, like, you know, just working working actors that you know would just take any guest part that they could get. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, they weren't but, necessarily fans, and then others as uh, were. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was different every time. But, but yeah, yeah. I could yeah. see somebody like him being a fan for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's uh, it for this episode of yeah. TNG. Time. We'll be back next week with uh, yeah. episode ten. Until yeah. then, I'm Chris. What is the next episode? Of? I wonder. Oh. Uh. I looked oh. at it earlier, and now I've forgotten. That's not what I think it is, is it? Huh. Episode 10? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I don't really remember it too much, so. Oh, what, what episode? What is it? What's it called? Uh, it's uh, New Ground. Oh, hmm. The name doesn't ring a bell, so. Oh, it's. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I vaguely remember it, but like, it doesn't stand out at all. Yeah. Well, so it'll be uh, that'll be something but new the, for the us. one the one major thing about it is it's the it's the episode where Worf's son, where Alexander comes back to actually live on the ship with him. Oh, great! So we have got the the new Alexander. Got that to look forward to. Um. Yeah, he's not in that many episodes, to be honest. No, though. no, no, no. He doesn't. He's just, kind of, he's just here and there, and he's actually in a couple of decent ones. Like mm-hmm. this, full of data is, is a good episode. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All, All right. right. Uh, well, until next week, I'm Chris. This is Emmett. Cheers. Bye bye.